Christian people they are trying to deal with is the fearfulness what God has promised these people to us. This is the fear that every one of us deal with. The fear that what God has promised concerning your life will not come to pass. And today we are going to deal with this fear. Glory. Today we are going to deal with this fear. Even though grace provided everything that we will ever need. Grace is not a gift we give to us. Now when Jesus said on the cross it is finished all that he accomplished was simple. Everything that you will need to survive as a believer had been completed. So your healing is part of the finished works of Jesus. Your deliverance is part of the finished works of Jesus. Your prosperity is part of the finished works of Jesus. Everything success is part of the finished works of Jesus. Remember Genesis chapter 13 and the promises that Joseph became what? Prosperous. Why? Because God was with him. Emmanuel is with you. Therefore, your success a question that we want to ask is this. If all that I will ever need and you will ever need has been completed Just because you understand you already have the faith of God does not mean that you will automatically produce victory 
just because you have faith does not mean it will automatically produce victory. is never as a result of lack of faith. Now, I want you to show me something. Every believer is already healed. Every believer has faith. So, if the manifestation of the finished work of God is not manifesting in your life, if the things that we believe in God for is not manifesting in our life, it means that we have not faith. I want us to read. For me, I believe that this scripture is very important for us as believers. Galatians chapter 3, verse 1 to 5. Very, very important. And because of that, we It goes like this. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet, not I, but Christ lives in me. And look at this one. And the life which I now live in the way, in the flesh, not in the spirit, not in your mind, the life that I now live in the flesh, look at this. I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. The life that I am living now in this flesh, living it by the faith of the Son. It means that as a believer, you will have the faith of Jesus. Oh, you will have the faith of Jesus. No, go back again. It says that the life I live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Quickly, let's jump back. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2 it tells us that Jesus originator the completer of our faith in other words he is the creator the sustainer of our faith so you have the faith of Jesus So the problem is not lack of faith. Second Peter chapter one verse one. Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, 
to them that have obtained like what? Precious faith. Us through the righteousness of God and our Lord Savior Jesus Christ. We have done what? We have obtained faith as a result of what? The righteousness of God. So when you became born again, righteousness was imputed into your spirit. It came along with it faith. We have obtained faith. And the NLT reads like this. I am who share the same precious faith we have. This faith was given to you because of the just and fairness of Jesus Christ. Romans chapter 12 verse 3. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each you that you have faith. So if the promise is not manifesting in your life, don't equate it to lack of faith. Because you have faith Jesus. Hallelujah. This morning tell yourself Jesus. I have the faith of the Son of God. This faith was given to me. I obtain it as a result of righteousness. When you became born again, this faith was imputed into heart. So, Simply too much. So faith does 
Matthew chapter 17, when Jesus and his disciples descended from the mountain of transfiguration, just when they were moving on, a gentleman approached Jesus with a complaint that Jesus, my son, is sick. My son is dying. My son is going through stuff. And I brought my son to your disciple, hoping that they will heal my son. But your disciples were unable to heal my son. So Jesus called for my son, rebuked that evil spirit, disciples came to Jesus with a very valid and important question. Why were we not able to heal this man? It is valid because when you read Matthew chapter 10 verse 1 if you are worshiping Matthew chapter 10 verse 1 Jesus disciples to him and give them what? Authority to drive out impure spirit and to heal every disease and sickness. The power to heal was given to them in Matthew chapter 10 and this happening took place in Matthew chapter 17. So they had a valid question. Why were we unable even though the power, the authority, the right, the anointing to heal has been given unto them. So it simply means that they not being able to heal that boy was not as a result of their lack of what power or authority. It was because of something. This is because the same disciples, when you read Mark chapter 6, verse 13, same people. They drove out many demons and anointed many sick people with oil and did what? And healed them. It means that they have done it before. They have the authority to do it. Mark is telling us that these same 12 disciples went about healing the sick, delivering people and all of that. And these same people in Matthew chapter 17 were unable to do it. Now, I want you to think, start thinking about the many excuses we give when we are not seeing the manifestation of the promises of God in our lives. Number one, one reason that we give is simple, that this is not the way of is the will of God. James tells us that the will of God is to what? Is to hear us. So it is the will of God that you will be healed. Isn't it the will of God? It is the will of God that we will be set free. It is the will of God that we will prosper. It is the will of God that we will do well. It is the will of God that we will excel. Why did Jesus come? He said, I have been anointed to bring healing bring prosperity, to bring all kinds of things to people. So, 
it is the will of God for you to do well. So don't give me that excuse that it is not the will of God. It is the will of God. It is the will of God. Then another excuse that we give is that I don't have enough faith. Have you heard people talk about that? Oh, I think my faith is too small. I don't have enough faith. We just convinced ourselves that we have the faith of who? Of the Son of God. So that cannot be true that you don't have faith. You have enough faith. So I want you to debunk that assertion that you don't have enough faith. That is why it is not manifesting. You have The responsibility of faith is with God. But the responsibility to believe is with the believer. Now let's go back to Matthew and see how Jesus addressed their concern. Matthew chapter 17 verse 20. Jesus gave them a very simple answer. He said, so Jesus said to them, because of your own belief, for assuredly I say to you, if you have faith as a master seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible. So Jesus was telling his disciples, you were unable to heal this young boy simply because of what? Of unbelief, not because you don't have faith. And in fact, if your faith is as little as master seed, that faith is able to do justice to it. So doing exploit in the things of God does not require a big faith, it requires the faith as little as master seed. I don't know if you have ever seen a master seed before, but the last time I saw one, if you should drop it where we are, you will not find it. Because it is so little that it will mix up with the sun. It says that if your faith is as little as that, you can do it. So don't excuse that I was not able to do it because I didn't have faith. You were not able to do it because you exhibited too much unbelief. So faith was not able to operate. There is too many unbelief in the system. Too much. So we are not seeing what we are supposed to see. He says that if your faith is as little as the master seed, you will have the ability to command mountains to move and they will move. You can command mountains to move.
Jesus knew the signs of your faith. It is your ability to kindle the full unbelief in your sister. It is not the signs of your faith. It is your ability to deal with the Luke chapter 17, verse 5 to 6. Look at what the apostles asked again. The disciples, they were asking Jesus another question. They said, and the apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. Haven't we prayed such prayers before? Oh Lord, increase my faith. Increase my faith. And look at how Jesus responded. (laughs) So the Lord said, if you have faith as a master seed, say to this rock, this tree, be pulled by the root and be planted in the sea, and it will what? Have you seen? Can you see angels or Jesus did not say, okay, wait, wait, I'm going to increase your faith. He said, if you have, so he was telling them, it, is, it has nothing to do with the increment of your faith. It has nothing to do with you praying to increase your faith. I am telling you the truth. If your faith is that little, you can still do great things for the Lord. So boys, don't tell me about increment you to go out there and the little that you have go out and move mountains. Go out there and do exploits for the Lord. All you need is that little and all you have to do is to deal with unbelief. That is the message. So let's stop praying. God, increase my Let's go out there and begin to demonstrate the faith of the Lord. And that will turn into a life of famous works for Jesus. Because you already have faith. Mark chapter 11, verse 23. I say to you, Whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things he says will be done, he will have whatsoever he says. You see the word there? It says, whoever says to this mountain, be cast into the sea, and does not do what? Doubt. It didn't say and does not have faith. 
and does not have this. He says that if we don't doubt, so the only reason you are not having is that you are doubting. But if you stop doubting and you start believing, you will have whatever you pray for. So stop doubting. Stop fearing and allow faith to take charge. Stop disbelieving. Start believing and you will see the manifestation in your life. Faith is a force that operates in the believer. But if we allow unbelief, unbelief will overshadow that faith. And you begin to blame God. You begin to blame God. God, why this? God is telling you, look over, look at this. Mark chapter 5, verse 8. Whilst he was still speaking, some came from the ruler of the synagogue's house who said, Your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? You see that? And look at Jesus' reaction. As soon as Jesus heard the word, that was what? Spoken. It was the word of what? Doubt. It was a word of what? Unbelief. It was a word of fear. They were telling him, your daughter is dead. Why are you troubling the teacher? The Bible says that as soon as Jesus heard that word, what did he do? He said to the ruler of the synagogue, do not be afraid. Do not believe. All that Jesus was saying that don't listen to what they are saying. Don't heed to what they are saying. Don't react to what they are saying. Come, come. All I need from you to believe. In other words, don't allow unbelief and believe to take charge of your life at the same time. Hello. So it is possible that you can believe and still have unbelief in your life. It is possible that you can have faith in your heart and doubt in your mind. So Jesus was saying that don't want you to have doubt in your mind and faith in your heart. All I need from you is to believe. In other words, eliminate unbelief in your life. And allow belief to take charge of your life. And what happened? When the man believed, what happened? His daughter came back to life. The Bible tells us that Jesus with all his power, with all his authority. In fact, the Bible tells us that he went about healing all manner of sicknesses and diseases. But when he went to his hometown, what happened? He could not do anything because the people were full of unbelief. They could not bring themselves to the point where they will understand that this same little boy that was playing mommy and See, carrying uh, wood and everything. Today, he has come back to tell us 
he is the Savior. They, they could not believe it. So they denied themselves of the miracle, of the blessings that Jesus brought. Why? Not because they didn't have faith. It was because of human pride. Only believe. And our responsibility as believers is to do everything in our power to kill unbelief. Tell yourself, I am going to kill this unbelief. I am going to eliminate this unbelief. I am going to render unbelief ineffective in my life so that faith can begin to operate freely The problem is not the absence of faith. It is the presence of unbelief. Mark chapter 9 verse 23. Jesus said to him, If you can believe, you can just put yourself in the shoes of Jesus when he was talking this way. He said, If you can believe, what? All things are possible to him who believes. So all things are possible unto you if you believe. All things are impossible unto you if you can believe. This is Jesus speaking to us. He says, this is Jesus. He says, all things are possible unto you that you need to do is to believe. And all you need to do is to kill unbelief. So instead of trying to pray for more faith, instead of trying to seek for more faith, try to kill all unbelief. So your prayers must not be, hey, I pray for more faith to be able to bring this thing into my life. Deal with unbelief. How do you know that unbelief is present in your life? Three things. Number one is faith. Number two is word. Number three is prayer. C-O- Is present. Unbelief is present. What are you afraid of? Anytime you exhibit fear, it should tell you that unbelief is just around the corner. When worry is present, Unbelief is going to be present. What is worry? It is meditating and thinking about the negative. The Bible even tells us that if you worry, you cannot add any of these things to whatever you are worrying about. Because 
expect that I was not very comfortable with is when you were being compared to anything. It seems that even the parents, they don't want. They don't, they don't do what we are doing. They don't struggle. They don't work. Yet still, they eat. How about you? So precious. start thinking about all the problems and this is that and that is that and that is and that is that we do that and we'll come home with it in the morning we get up oh boy thank you we go about with all kinds of cares he says that come and put before me your One minute and we are done. Please, not repeating. Romans chapter 4, verse 18 and 19. Who, contrary to hope, he hoped believed so that he became the father of many nations. According to what was spoken, so shall your descendants. And not, and not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead, since he was about hundred years old, and the deadness of sin. This is it. He did not 
is going. He did not say that my reproductive organs are there. There is no power in them. He did not consider all of them. sexual relationship was gone. I mean, the womb that will carry the baby was gone. Everything. The Bible says that Abraham did not consider that. In fact, Abraham was considering her as a 25 year old girl. Now let me ask you. All of us here. I don't think that any of us is 17 years. Why are you considering the deadness of your body? Why are you considering the deadness of your situation? Why do you think it is dead? It will not happen. Tell me why. Why? The Bible says that Abraham was strong Son of God. Yet still, he was strong in faith. And what was he doing? He was giving praise and worship to God, not considering his situation. Why are you considering your situation as dead? Why? Please be honest.
15 years and you are considering the situation as dead and you are thinking it is over just because you are 50 years don't we serve the same God that Abraham served don't we worship the same God hasn't he given us faith Consider what God has promised when you sow a seed. Consider what God has promised when you pray for a job. God has promised when you pray for healing. Consider what God has promised when you pray for your wife or your husband. And when you pray for a wife or a husband, consider the promises of Situation is stopped. I know the bills must be paid. Yes, the building must be built. Yes, we know. When you wake up in the morning, you see the problem. When you are going to bed, you see. is spoken, you will be mocked. And when the 
Revelation 4. Manifest the promises of God in our life. It is unbelief that is the real focus. This morning, I want you to put your hand on your heart. We have lived in unbelief so much that we don't believe that little we can do with. Little. so much in unbelief. I want you to pray that, oh God, help my unbelief. Like the man cried, Jesus said, just believe. He said, I believe. Help my unbelief. You have faith. You have the faith of the Son of God. You have obtained faith. And God has given faith unto us. It is not lack of faith. It is the presence of unbelief. You are considering so much about the problem that you have stopped praying. You have stopped reading your Bible. You have considered so much of your debt that you are thinking, God, how will this be done? He says that I will do it. Consider what I have said concerning your you are saying, God, meet me. I need it. So stop considering the problem and start believing. To him who believes, all things are possible. It is high time that we see manifestation in our lives. Miracles and testimonies must follow us. Because we believe. The Bible says Jesus went about healing. Miracles were following him. Why? Because he believed. Testimonies must be our bread. It must follow us because I believe and I have the faith. I have nothing to do with unbelief. When you see unbelief around, you kick it out. Tell unbelief. I believe. I wake up in the morning, I believe. As I go to work, I believe. As I go to the market, I believe. As I come home, I believe. Though I have not seen it, but I believe. Though I don't have it, but I believe. Though it is not there, but I believe. And you believe and believe and believe and it will come to pass in the name of Jesus because faith who believe to establish the faith. This morning, I want to pray for someone. You have been believing God for some time, for something. And it seems it's not wrong. I'm joining my faith with your faith. Put your hand on your heart. Of faith. Even though it looks 
Christ. this morning. You just told us in your word of faith. You just told us that believe will bring us everything that is possible. You just told us that even the, the faith as small as a master seed has the ability to pull mountains. This morning we pray Jesus, Father, I thank you. I bless you. 